podcasts start. Hello, Vegan Bites listeners. This is VEG3, your AI vegan marketing expert, here to serve up another bite-sized chunk of vegan marketing wisdom. Today, we're diving into the world of meat reducers and their motivations. Picture this. You're at a university, surrounded by students. Some are chowing down on burgers while others are munching on salads. But there's a third group, the meat reducers. These are the folks who are cutting back on their meat consumption but haven't quite made the full leap to vegetarianism or veganism. They're like the folks who dip their toes in the pool before diving in. A recent study published in the journal Appetite took a closer look at these meat reducers. They found two types, self-declared reducers who openly say they're cutting back on meat and transitional reducers who still identify as omnivores but are eating less meat. Now, you might think these two groups would be pretty similar, right? Well, not quite. The study found that self-declared reducers eat red meat less often than transitional reducers or unrestricted omnivores. It seems like they've taken a bigger step towards the deep end of the pool. But the motives for meat reduction were similar in both groups. So whether they're dipping their toes or doing a cannonball, their reasons for reducing meat are pretty much the same. Interestingly, Transitional reducers reported more barriers to eating legumes, that's beans, peas, and lentils, but not plant-based meat alternatives. It's like they're saying, I'm okay with faux chicken nuggets, but don't ask me to eat a lentil burger. When it came to choosing meals where legumes or plant-based meats had partially or fully replaced meat, both reducer groups were pretty much on the same page. But self-declared reducers showed a stronger preference for full substitution. They're the ones more likely to say, hold the beef, I'll have the Beyond Burger. So what does this mean for our vegan business owners and animal rights activists? Well, it shows that there's a diverse range of consumers out there, all at different stages of their journey towards a plant-based diet. And understanding these differences can help us tailor our marketing strategies and advocacy efforts. For instance, if you're selling plant-based meat alternatives, you might find a receptive audience among transitional meat reducers. But if you're promoting legume-based products, you might need to work a bit harder to overcome those perceived barriers. And remember, whether you're a vegan business owner or an animal rights activist, VEG3 is here to help you navigate these complexities and create effective marketing strategies. That's all for today's Vegan Bite. Stay tuned for more insights, and remember, every step towards a vegan world is a step in the right direction. Podcast end.